0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our ITS podcast. I'm Marcy Adams from the Strategic Engagement and Communications team here at Information Technology Services, and today I have with me Matt and Taha from the Cybersecurity Data Privacy and Policy team. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. Um, We're going to start, and I'm going to let you both just kind of give a brief description of your team and then what you specifically do within your team here
1: at UK. I'm Matt Dillon. I, I do cybersecurity data analysts. For my role, um, the majority of what I'm doing is I um, take care of the vulnerability management program. Um, and then I also deal with uh, watching and monitoring traffic flows and, and dealing with uh, blocking IPs and web pages and whatnot that, that we find that are malicious.
0: So are you looking at when you say traffic are you looking at like all of the website traffic as a whole for all of the university? Um, yes okay
1: yeah so it, de- it depends we We watch essentially we're watching for trends you know if there's um, high traffic coming from an area um, we we'll, we'll look into that and, and see if it's uh, suspect or, or if there's um, high traffic going to a specific location or block if we need to.
0: Okay. And Taha, do you do kind of similar stuff or do you tackle a different area?
2: Tad bit uh, different area. So um, I'm a cybersecurity programmer. Um, What I do mostly is analytics and log, you know, look at logs and log ingestions. Um, I do some um, threat hunting, Mm -hmm. uh, but mainly look at logs and analytics.
0: Okay. And um where you do more logging and you do more like monitoring and looking for stuff, is that pretty um exemplary of your whole team or are there other people on your team that do different stuff that you all do for cybersecurity?
1: Uh we have we have several that um differing uh sections. Uh we have uh, the privacy side, uh data privacy and policy side. Where the policies created and and dealing with uh, uh, policies and procedures at that point, um, there we have people looking at, at um, different dashboards that have been created and some of the workflows like I like like I do and and um, people creating the dashboards like Taha does. Um, uh, people looking at uh, firewall rules mm-hmm. and trying to deal with the ex- exceptions there and whatnot. So it, it varies. I mean, and it, it varies from day to day what we do. Right. So,
0: And remind me, how many people do y'all have on your team total?
1: So we have two students, and Matt
2: and I, George Insko and Michael Sharon. Michael is the policy.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um. So... Talk to me a little bit about cybersecurity and why it's particularly so important for higher education institutions and why we need a whole team of people just looking at our traffic here at UK.
1: Cybersecurity as a whole is, uh, uh, I think, important everywhere. I mean, if you're gonna be online, it's something you have to think about. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad actors out there. Um, And I mean, Unfortunately, people really just want to take advantage of of people, other people, and and others in any way they can. A lot of times, especially online. So you know, we're we're dealing with you know a variety of issues every day, from you know malicious, malicious attacks to phishing attempts, to you know um, to uh, uh, it, it really. It depends uh, there's there's a, a fair bit of cybercrime out there and and we're really just trying to um, uh, watch for that and stop that and um, making sure that we're doing our due diligence and in, in the educational realm it's it, it's important because you know there's you're, you're Trying to offer a place that students can come and and actually have a good education and and in theory be safe <coughs> in that environment and so and to add to that, we also
2: protecting the university's intelligent uh, intelligence and and, and research mm-hmm. so it's not just like malware or virus that's spreading, but um, outside bad actors um, trying to infiltrate the system and, and, and find in different ways, um, gather data and scrape tons of data. Um, So that's another part, the bigger part, I think.
0: I guess that's what my my next question would be, is the most common types of threats that you all see and what exactly these bad actors you're talking about are trying to get from it. You know, I mean, you, you see a lot of the spam emails and things like that, and you... Somebody obviously takes a lot of time to try to hack into someone's account. I mean, what exactly are they trying to get out of what they're doing?
1: Uh, a lot of times it's money. Really? Um, I it I think cryptocurrency is a lot. Yeah, yeah. You you have you have people that are data mining um, for the cryptocurrency. You have people that that are trying to profit in a number of different ways. You know if. If I can, uh, as, a, as a bad actor, if I can throw uh, a phishing scam toward you and you click on it and and it allows me access into your accounts and I can go in and route your uh, uh, direct deposit to my account, well, boom. Yeah. I'm getting paid, you're not. <laughs> or in a lot of times, like if bad actors would inf-
2: infect you know, uh, workstations and turn them into bit mining, uh, uh Bitcoin mining. That's another, uh, another thing we see a lot of traffic for Bitcoin.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know about phishing. That's definitely one we see often in our mailboxes. Do you all have any other types of attacks that maybe you don't immediately recognize the university gets quite a bit?
1: Uh, there's something called a command and control, um, where the, the person's attempting to, um, Take over uh, that system and start. Sometimes it it is associated with uh, crypto mining, and sometimes it's really just associated with them uh, wanting to spread their their malware or or um, presence further. So,
0: yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, maybe you both can say how long you've been working in the cybersecurity industry, but um, do you think the trends and what kinds of attacks are happening right now? I mean, has that changed or has it pretty much been the tried and true types of ways people are? It's always changing. Yeah.
2: It's, it's never the same. I mean, it's like a cat mouse game, mm-hmm. um, or a whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, tax, one thing has changed for being very, very sophisticated. And it's not, you know, some script kitties, you know, doing, um, attacks from, you know, their mom's basement, basically, it's it's becoming a lot more sophisticated and the attacks takes, you know, months or weeks to develop and, you know, carefully planned.
0: Mm-hmm. Has there been a change in maybe from, you know, one, one bad actor to now there's like companies or groups that are... Initiating these kinds of more complicated attacks, or is it still usually you think just a small group of people doing these?
1: Uh, it varies. Yeah. It's sort of like Ta said. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's ever changing. There's a wide variety of, of things that we see, from somebody getting online and creating some free piece of malware or phishing attack that they can send out to. Some group paying lots of money to develop something that will take over and do what they want it to mm-hmm. so i mean it it varies even
2: ransomware it takes you know usually there's a group behind it and developing very sophisticated tools, yeah. and another group would come and take that same sophisticated tool and develop it even further and further, so it keeps on um, evolving
0: yeah. So how do you all as a team keep afloat? I mean, with new things that are going on, um, is it trial and error? Do you try to stay ahead of it? Do you do research? How do you typically fight that cat-and-mouse battle?
1: Really big whack-a-mole <laughs> um, it, it, It's, it's <sighs> education, mm-hmm. um, with reading and learning and, and trying to keep up with trends. And um, trying to um, at least stay ahead of if and and at least stay on course with the the trends, and and be able to um, look at other institutes that are doing similar things that we are, um, and uh, community is a, is a big one in in the cybersecurity fight. Uh, the more we can uh, all work together as a team the better off we are and so we we have other other people that we utilize and talk to and and there's a lot we read and, and we, we try our best to educate ourselves and educate others as we're moving along so
0: yeah I, uh, I was wondering if there's like a uh, university support group where you all can get on there and say this happened to me you know look out for it yeah. maybe at your university or something like that because I know that there is always new stuff flying at you. I'm sure. Yeah. So.
1: There's a lot of different uh, community channels that we can we can touch base with and talk to different people. So mm-hmm. we've developed some good uh, relationships here and there. So
0: good. Um, as far as trends going, I mean, do you all? How do you all see the future of of cybersecurity? And you know, maybe even here at the university. I mean, do you think? Um, you all will remain functioning how you are in five years or do you think there will be um, different needs or do you think um, there will be different types of threats that might be more popular than they are now?
1: I mean I feel like that last statement goes without saying yes there (laughs) will be different attacks. Um, I think will be different for sure in five years. Mm -hmm. I mean I I think will be different in, in two years. Right you know, now as to what that is. Yeah, I mean, um, so when we have
2: different way of analyzing data, Um, we're ingesting tons and tons of data and, you know, we need every tool to run um, analytics and machine learning to help us analyze the the amount of data we're ingesting, and just this is just our university, mm-hmm. and there's now more and more logs and more data out there. I, I'd see there's going to be a lot more machine learning mm-hmm. to um, help with uh, with uh, you know threat intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you feel that the uh, tools that you all use to help you are Um, keeping up with the rapid rate of how attacks are changing like is is our tech is our protective technology moving as fast as well as our um, bad stuff
2: I think we're like a step behind give or take yeah Uh,
1: it's always going to be this way right yeah, yeah the the unfortunate part is in this field the majority of what the Preventative side, it, there's not a lot on the preventative side. Within reason, you, it's a lot of reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and and that's the reason that stuff like zero day exploits work. You know, um, so the more the more we can narrow down and and our attack vectors and 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 vulnerabilities, the better off we are.
0: So my final question for you both, and I'll let you each answer. What do you think is the number one security tip that you wish everyone at UK followed and knew that would help your all's job immensely?
2: I would say no one is trying to send you money for free, for (laughs) one. Um, Nigeria and other African countries, they don't have a lot of princesses and Willing to send a lot of money, and they definitely don't need help
1: transferring bank accounts.
0: Please do not send them money. Yes, yes. That's probably a great tip.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think I definitely agree. I, I I think my number one tip would be be smart when you're online. Um, think about what you're doing. Don't don't just get click happy. Um, at, yes is not always what you want to be doing no i don't you know need to be installing that mm-hmm. just be smart when you're online i think is my my biggest thing um and use common sense you know um I, to take that a step further you know uh, here at uk you know that we have two-factor authentication for a reason you know we have uh Access to password managers, you know, and there's uh, there's ad blockers. Like, just be smart about what you're doing, especially when you're online. Uh, I know that I would agree with him. Uh, anything that you have another way
2: to authenticate beside a password, I would highly, highly uh, recommend that because passwords can get leaked um, or get hacked or whatever. Um, but when you have another device that you physically press a button and say, okay, I've authenticated, um, it would help a lot. Yeah.
0: Great plug for our two-factor login here at UK. appreciate it, guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't have any more for me, um, I'm going to go ahead and say thank you both for talking to us about cybersecurity at UK. Yeah, um, very you. interesting to hear about. Um, these guys do a lot of work behind the scenes that not many people know about. So thank you, Matt and Taha. And with that, I will sign off. Thank you.